one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass, and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then blue bump. Yeah. Glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Change your pants and better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another week here at By the By. Hello, everyone. How are we? Excellent. You've got Angela? And Beeford. Yeah. It's been a good weekend. It has been a good weekend. I was just posting uh-huh. on are you? Discord. Uh, <laughs> we are recording. Next comment gets said. I don't care what it is. Oh, in that channel only or In general. Channels? Just okay. in general. Okay, in the general channel. Okay. Uh, We're going to see who's on there. It's probably going to be the Aussies because I think everybody else is asleep. Well, if they're if they're responsible adults, they're asleep because we are currently, let's see, go to World Clock. We are recording this at uh-huh. 5.14 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or 2.14 a.m. for our West Coasties of the U.S. Oh, we could catch some folks in the U.K., though. We could catch yeah. some folks in the U.K. That's right. It is 10.14 yeah. in London. Although they're probably working because it is now. Get to work, work if you're day. not. Yeah. <laughs> no, Love don't it. get to work. You listen to us instead. We're, yeah. We're better than work. <laughs> God, I hope we're better than well, work. Jeez, I'm Pete. I hope so. Uff. I mean, anyway. unless you're one of those people that really, really loves your job. And if you are. Who are you? And yeah. why can't I be you? Yeah. If you love your job to the exclusion of all others. <laughs> I'm a job swinger. Like, I just want, I just want to do a lot of work and get paid a lot of love. Actually, no, you want to not do a lot of work and get paid a lot of love. I just want to win a lottery. <laughs> so yes, um, when that, when a message pops up, I will, I will say it. I'm keeping an eye on or it. Or Angela will say yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who's away. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So here we are coming up February 17th, baby. It's a Friday. It's the, it's got to be third Friday, maybe of February doing math. Like (laughs) it could be the second. I don't know. I didn't actually plan this anyway for February 17th. It's a Friday. Uh, That's our next pendulum party. That pendulum party will be a very special one because beforehand we are manufacturing, organizing uh, a meet and greet. Oh, did we get, hang on. I'm being interrupted. This just in, we are all a bunch of sick cunts. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> Thank you, Gavin. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, we are all a bunch of sick cunts. Uh, that's true. You speak the truth. I speak the truth. <laughs> anyway, back to, <laughs> I'm going to have to start doing this, aren't I? This is is fun. Next one, you get to say it. So, yes, Pendulum Party, February 17th. We're getting a meet and and greet together right before. Uh, So at 7 p.m., it is going to be an invite-only thing. 
So, but everybody's invited. I just, we just need your names on a list. Mm. So reach out to us if you want to go. Emails are forthcoming as to what to expect, but expect some awesome performances uh, and maybe, a, you know, a free viewing of a short film that some of us have been talking about yeah. for the last year and a half. Yeah, yeah. This- two, two years. Mm-hmm. So that's all that we've got really coming up. That's all we have scheduled. Um, if you would like to put <clears throat> words in our mouth, uh, much like our Discord people, all you have to do is support us at any level on Patreon, patreon.com slash by the by podcast. And then, yeah, you get uh, to invite it into our Discord. Any level, all the levels, even the lowest levels get access to everything. So, yes, join us on Discord and, um, yeah, talk to us, you know, every day if you want. Yeah. Not just, not just once a week. Hmm. So, what are we what are we talking about? I think we need to talk about this past weekend. I think we do. Because we, so we had a, one of those weekends where we went down to Melbourne and we did the things that we said we're going to do one day and have never done. So we had a one day weekend. Someday. It was not a one, it was not a one single day weekend, but it was the one day like we're going to do this weekend. One day more. Look, I've referenced two musicals. <laughs> Yes, you have. Anybody get both the musicals? <laughs> Everybody got one of them, but nobody got the yeah. other one. Yeah. <sighs> um, so the yeah. only life I live. Anyway, so yes, it was a great weekend. We flew down on a Thursday mm-hmm. and flew home on Sunday. We Do we want to talk about the stuff we did before we did the stuff? Oh, or yeah, do we just, sure. oh, yeah. Why not? Uh, yeah. So Thursday night, we went to a few bars down in Melbourne. Uh, if you're not from Australia, and even if you're not from Melbourne, Melbourne does cocktail bars. Like, if you're in the CBD, there are a number of really excellent cocktail bars, and yes. they're all close enough to be within stumbling, stumbling distance, distance of each other, and probably your hotel, depending on where you're staying. Yes. So we didn't rent a car. We got down there. The first place we went to was 1806. Amazing, amazing mm-hmm. cocktails. Very clever, very creative. From there, we moved on to Seamstress, which you've probably heard us talk about before. It is my favorite martini I've ever had, ever. Mm-hmm. And this time I had probably the creme de la creme, which was made with an Adelaide, South Australia mm. uh, gin that was from rock oyster gin. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So salty and briny. Mm, so good. And then from there, we went to a place called Boulevardia, which like fucking out of control, like crazy experimental experimental yeah cocktails so good so if you want classics i mean you could probably get them but that's probably not the place but if you want experimental you want to try something different definitely a good place if you want to go to a place where like you're like i've never heard of this thing Mm. like what ingredient is this and they're (laughs) like oh it's fermented rice and you're like i didn't know you could ferment rice and turn it into a sweet foam anyway (laughs) delicious um that's apparently called like akazami akazami i don't know anyway look it up so, as it come me? I don't as, know, something like that. Please come on me. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was. It's got to be. Please come on me. That's got to be. That's got to be. It. Or when we make it. Yeah, that's it yeah, that's what it'll be. <laughs> so it is Amazaki. There All we of go. us were wrong. Amazaki cream. Uh, so, and also it had lacto fermented passion fruit. I mean, come on. Yeah. It was delicious. So good. Um. Yeah. And then. Angela got, I got uh, white girl wasted, which is adorable. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just standard Bradford drunk. And well, cause also I was gonna say my last drink was an alcoholic, but also we'd had like three drinks on the plane before we got there. 
And two drinks in the lounge before we got on the plane. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, end of the night, I was pretty white girl wasted. Additionally, your last drink wasn't non-alcoholic. Your drink before your last one was non-alcoholic because you had one of the passion fruit things with it. Did I? Yeah. I don't remember that. (laughs) See? Good times. And then... I was like, don't worry, I know how to get us home. And I looked down at my phone, it's like 1.2 kilometers away. And I'm like, I can do it. And we start walking and chatting and talking about life and how much we love each other. And then I looked down at my phone and we were 2.2 kilometers away (laughs) from our hotel. And I was like, oh, God damn it, I went the wrong way. So we turned around. And do you remember where we stopped? Uh, Two places. We stopped at a 7-Eleven. So that you could. I could pee. Yes. And he told you to go to. The public the, toilet across the road. Which was that scary? No. Okay, good. Actually, it was, it was actually really not bad at all. Thank um, you, Melvin. It was, yeah, it was, I'm not going to say it was clean because, you know, middle of the night, whatever. But it was actually relatively clean. There was not piss everywhere. There well, was nice. toilet paper everywhere. There was toilet paper to use. Like, it was actually pretty, yeah, pretty all right. Bloody fucking dog. Yeah. And where was the last place we stopped? Mm, don't know. Burger King? Oh, oh, yeah, I do. Uh, Hungry Jacks. I do remember that. Yes, yeah, so, sorry, Hungry Jacks. Yeah, because we got. It's Burger King. Come on, people. Because we got some um, nuggets and then you had a last minute edition of fries because you're like, ooh, I would like some fries. Yeah. And we were leaving and I was like, and you had some other bag on your shoulder. So I was like, oh, do you want me to hold the, the food bag? And you're like, yeah. So I grabbed it and then it slipped out of my hands. And, and the- all of my <laughs> goddamn fries. I had one fry and I was like, oh my God. Literally, I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Like the salt balance and the tater. <laughs> it was like, it was so hot and salty. And it was like so good. And then you were like, whoops. <laughs> and like fries went everywhere. The, the nuggets were fine. <laughs> I picked up the bag and literally the but the, the bag still had the fly, the fly, the fry container in it, but yeah. there was yeah. nothing. But, but we were right there. And I was like, do you want to go get more? And you're like, no. No, come on. So I didn't let her carry the bag anymore because I did want a nugget. Yeah. Made it back to the room, ate nuggets. And I, I let you have more than half the nuggets because I had to make up for the fry thing. End of day one. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it was, it was delightful. You are never drunk. You're never that drunk. Not like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to see you kind of let loose. And <laughs> we had, it was fun. It was fine. Um, I would admit I was frustrated about the fries. But, <laughs> all right. I got one. Actually, it may have been better if I hadn't gotten any because I knew how good they tasted. Yeah. So then day sorry, two. Sorry, babe. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Day two, we went to our two favorite sex stores in Melbourne. Yeah. So first stop was Eagle Leather. And that I was really looking forward to. Um, just because we've been there before. We know a lot of the stuff that they have. And we walked in and the salesperson. Jay. Jay. He's the sale, yep. He was the manager. Sales manager. Assistant manager. Assistant manager, I think. Yeah. He's up near the top. Yeah. So he greeted us. with my book. (laughs) Yeah. He he was, honestly, he was amazing. So he greeted us when we first walked in and we just had a chat, a little bit of a chat for a bit kind of thing. And we looked around and from time to time he would come and interact with us. But it was just, he was just very knowledgeable about everything that they had. If we had questions, he knew the answers. He, like Eagle Leather itself, they do a lot of sponsorships of events and community things and whatnot. So they're very in tune with what's happening in the community, which I think is a really good thing. And yeah, they had some fun things to check out. And it was a matter of like, all right, how much money are we going to spend again? A lot. 
Uh, fortunately, they did not have, I mean, I say fortunately, unfortunately, fortunately for the pocketbook, they did not have any floggers really of, of the ilk that I was looking for because apparently Christmas was good to them and they sold out of everything. <laughs> um, because honestly, if they'd had some floggers, we probably would have walked away with one or more. One plus. Yeah. Yeah. We did walk away with some stuff for me. Um, one of which I will be wearing at the next pendulum party. Uh, it is a fantastic leather short sleeve button up shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Um, we got some extra cock rings because everybody needs more cock rings. Mm -hmm. And then we got some stuff for the e-stem mm -hmm. for you, the gentleman, long, thin strips rather than mm -hmm. the squares. Angela picked them up and goes, oh my God, we can put these on the gentleman's cock. Or, or his oh, taint. The taint, yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, that poor boy. Yeah. This is going to be shocking. Mm -hmm. So, And we, we looked at some other accessories there for the e-stem. That admittedly at this point I was kind of like, mm, we're going to keep it in mind, but maybe on another. One of the butt plugs I was yeah. really tempted by, yeah. but I had already been sucked mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. by something that we will do reviews in the future. If you've ever heard of Autoblow, they had the Autoblow AI. Mm. So we will be doing a, a, a full review of it in the future. Yeah. It's going to be a watch this space because that might be in the next six weeks or so. We want to oh, make sure that we... Yeah. <clears throat> wear it in mm. or out or both. So <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it was a great day for me. So we left then Eagle leather mm -hmm. and went to our second favorite store, which fortunately is only like 250 meters away. And that is man house. Yes. Which has probably, it's such a, it feels like such an, a high end store. Mm. I don't really know a lot about them. Because I honestly don't know much about them at all either, other than we went there on one of our previous trips to Melbourne and it was close. And so we we're like, hey, look, yeah. we can walk over here. And they're the people that work there are super helpful, mm. but not as openly friendly. Not as forward. Forward. Yeah. 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 So not a negative at all. No, no. because every Just time we ask style. something, the fellow was like, sure. And he would help us if we could, but then he would go back to his job. I think it's just a different style, both because, I don't know, maybe he was busy and had other things to do. But well, he also, was getting a lot of deliveries. Yeah, he actually was. It was that time of he day. He was by himself. Yeah, it was that time of day that it was delivery time. Yeah. But also, you know, some people just want to look around and not be bothered, right? So it's just a different style. Especially in se sex shops. Yeah. But they have, a, I mean, this ridiculous variety of stuff. Not as much stuff for ladies. I'm assuming mm -hmm. manhouse probably yeah. translate to man's house in German um, <laughs> because I speak a sprechen sie Deutsch. Uh, yo sprechen sie Deutsch. I don't know. So, but highly recommended, highly recommended. They have such a wide variety of everything from queening chairs and toilet chairs to things that you would never even imagine. Like this thing that you could, I, I'm sticking in the toilet category that you can like put in, strap onto a person's face and then use them as a urinal. Mm. Yeah. And they also had awesome like, stuff. they also had swing or slings, I guess, and some flogging implements. Um, they had all, you know, a variety of other toys and underwears and things like that. Yeah. All kinds of just your normal stuff that you would expect. And Angela got a great toy that will double as a meat tenderizer that we look forward to using on the gentleman mm -hmm. uh, someday. Mm -hmm. Um, it's the size of my hand and probably has, I don't know, 115 pointy bits on it that she can roll across his body <laughs> in 
It's like a Wartenberg wheel meets a pin uh, meets a uh, rolling pin meets a meat tenderizer. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Imagine that in your head. Yeah, we're gonna give it a go. Yeah, See what it's task like. grab it that. You son of a. I bitch. actually anyway. think it's probably pretty good, but you know. Thanks. I'm pretty excited about that. But yeah, we got some awesome stuff. Got some underwears. It was a great day of shopping. Mm. Left there. Yep. And then uh, that night, what did we do? Oh, we went to our first cricket match. We did. That was amazing. Though I will say that when you're drinking a nice Australian Shiraz and eating Chateaubriand, it doesn't matter what sport you're watching. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. So apparently in the member section at the MCG, there's, or I guess maybe it's just outside of, but you have to be a member to get in. But there's a lovely steak restaurant and that's where we ended up. Um, for dinner and watching the cricket match and air condition class yeah. we were right up against and the it class. was honestly it was really good because when we first moved to australia we're like we're gonna go to all the australian sports we want to see each of them live and so we've done nrl we've done afl we've not done rugby union and we had not until now done cricket and so this was actually it was fun and it was we learned so much about the sport and and how it, the game and how it plays and just just all kinds of things. Like I, yeah, I've learned a lot more than I expected to. Yeah. And we had amazing company with us. Yes. Um, Thanks. Shout out to our, these podcast yeah. listeners who invited us down to go see cricket with mm. them. Like, honestly, the experience was sublime. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. The conversation was oh, like, so good. We giggled more than we probably watched cricket. <laughs> but it was just, it was so much fun. They, it, It goes back to the Australians in general, but also the the swinging community in Australia are just wonderful, open, delightful people. Yeah, and the couple that we were with, they like said they were just so much fun. They were just so many laughs. They were nice people. Like it was just honestly couldn't have asked for better company and easy on the eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like yeah, it's it was a great experience. So much fun. Uh, we left there, and uh, it just as a side note, <clears throat> Sydney won. S- suck it, Melbourne. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so we then went to the Gin Palace and had way too much alcohol. And this time, mm. I, Bradford got white girl drunk. <laughs> I literally, it was one o'clock. I hit a wall, and I was like, eh, this is a great conversation. Bradford needs to go home now. Uh it was it was good. It was great fun. Yeah, and then woke up the next morning, late, just in well, just I in think time, just in time, but not really. So we we had plans to go see the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child because again, that's one of those things we've been putting off forever and haven't actually seen yet. And so we woke up and it was like, oh, we should probably get up and get moving because we want to have lunch before we get there. And no yeah. idea if we were going to do like a sit down lunch, a fast food lunch, or what. Ended up being fine. It was great. But yeah, we got to Harry Potter. We watched the show. It's a great show. It was magical. Yeah, it was great. Stupid magical. Like, like, yeah. how do you do that? Yeah. Gee, you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then uh, we went back and had a, a, a very brief, I'm going to say nap, rest, whatever. Not much. Like, literally, I, I closed my eyes like for like 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got up and got ready to go to Between Friends Wine Bar. Yes. Which is probably the crux of this, yeah. of this podcast yeah. is our experience at between friends. Mm. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I just want to thank everyone out there who has gone to CuriousHumansGame.com and used our checkout code, by the by, B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, so that they could get 10% off of their order of the, like, one of the greatest games. So many of you in Australia, I think we had a few from the States, and definitely someone from South Africa. I don't know who you are, South Africa, but thank you. Uh, it's such a, it's a, such a great game. It's fun no matter where you are, if as long as you're an English speaker. Um, lo siento, mi amigos. But it's a great game. Go check it out. Get your copy today. Go to CuriousHumansGame.com and use checkout code by the by for 10% off. Okay, Angela, it's a new year. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea how to prompt you for, for this. So I guess let's do, um, ooh, what's your favorite sex position cupid's arrow what is cupid's fucking arrow i don't know but we have valentine's day coming up Ugh. fuck um, you Cupid. okay fine I, you know what uh, fine okay, i got it i, I got it <laughs> fucking fuck you cupid and your goddamn arrow um and then what's your favorite room of the house or just name a room of the, actually no what is your favorite room of the house the playroom oh okay 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 um what's your favorite room of the house to clean the bathroom. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Once upon a midnight dreary, while I wandered, feeling query, I looked upon for sex positions because new fun was just my missions. I then went to adamandeve.com because I was told to by my dom. And then I found on Cupid's arrow, no words I know can rhyme with arrow. But then I found the straight and narrow. <laughs> See what I did there? Because I was stuck in a barrel. <laughs> uh why did I go to adamandeves.com? Why did I do this poem? It's Valentine's Day, you fucking cunts. Come on. So go to adamandeves.com. You'll find the position of smart purchaser. Why? Because you will use checkout code by the by. And then what will you get? Well, my dear friend, the, the fun will never end because you'll get 50% off. 
Well, yes, I hear you scoff. And then that's not all that is ending because you will get free shipping. Additionally, you'll get six items thrown in your box and hopefully not the monkey pox because you see, as I have seen, and also taken the vaccine. You'll also get six videos on demand because I something that I can give you happily thereafter because I somehow have to end this chapter in the bathroom of which I clean. You might say that's very mean, but in the position of Cupid's arrow, remember upon your straight and narrow cock, you shall apply this ring because you got it with free shipping by using by the by as your checkout code. And thus I must try to end this ode. Adamandeve.com. Use checkout code by the by. If you people skip this, I will fucking cry. I'll cry. (laughs) You have no idea how hard it is to do this shit off the top of my head. It's hard. Also, Adamandeve.com. We need a, like, come on, give us more. I'm I'm improving every goddamn week. Love you guys. Thank you for all you do for us and for our sex positions. See you next week. Okay, that was, I think, one of the best yet. Also, I mean, you you say give you more, but you could just do the same old ad every week, and you don't. I could, I could, but that I great. get bored with that. I don't want to do. It's so funny because I listen to a lot of podcasts and I hear them do their ads, and their ads are great, right? Everybody's ads are great, and when everybody tries to make them personalized, they're great. I still skip them, and now I'm like, I can't skip people's ads anymore. No, I listen to all the ads now. Because I know how taxing it is mm-hmm. to try to be creative and try to come up with something amazing to get people to listen. <sighs> that just, one. I'm just usually too lazy to pull out my phone and hit the forward, forward, forward button. So I don't skip them. I do it on my watch. Oh. <laughs> um, but not anymore. I don't. I really don't. Uh, so. That one was great. I liked thank that Thank you. One. It was. Yeah. It was hard. <laughs> I'm not sure I really even got the prompts. I just basically did what I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is normal for me in improv. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Okay, so let's go back to our Saturday night. Another Saturday mm-hmm. night, and we wanted to hook up with somebody. Yeah. Another Saturday night, <laughs> and I want to fuck somebody. So Between Friends is a wine bar, I'm going to say lifestyle venue. Yes. Uh, in the Melbourne area. And it was, it's a place that the guy who owns it, we've known him for a number of years now. Yeah, at least six. Yeah. So we met him a long time ago when he was up here in Sydney at one point. And I mean, he's a lovely guy. It was great. We did not tell him we were coming. No. Because I was Rise. like, well, I just wanted to be like, you know, we'll show up when we show up and see what the night's like. Right. Yeah. And and so I will say that, first of all, it's a really easy venue to find. It's near the uh, tram line. Yes. So it's easy to get to. There is a car park. It's down a little laneway, uh, but it's very well, I mean, it's marked. You can find yeah. it. And there is a car park. So if you drive, you've got a place to park, which is really nice. So that was, I think, really good kind of going in. It was like, all right, like, this is easy to get to. It's, yeah. Then that, I think that's really important. And it's, it is very much a diamond in the rough because mm-hmm. you walk down this I'm going to say we walked because we took an Uber down, had some dinner. Uh, You walk down this 
air quotes scary, but like it's yeah. Melbourne, so it's not really scary. But you walk down this this alley and then suddenly these doors are open and it's this beautiful grass deck, grass area and decking. And it's like well signed. It's well yeah. lit. It looks. And the lane's not scary because part of like a few doors down, there's a pub and then they have outdoor seating across the lane going out the back. Yeah. But so... all of their umbrellas were like for VB. <laughs> it's a pub. Come on. <laughs> uh, Carlton draft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, but like the, the place, like immediately I got a good feeling out of it. Like you see it Great. and you're yeah. like, it's oh, welcome. cool. Yeah, it's welping, wel- welcoming, welcoming. It's welcoming, and you're like, oh, this is going to be, you could already tell mm. this is going to be good. So, again, side note, hashtag not an ad. We paid for our own entry. So he didn't I, know we were coming, so, like, it was a surprise. Yep, so prices to get in at the moment. On a Friday night, it is $70 for a couple, 20 for a single woman, and 85 on Saturday night, and 30 for a single woman on Saturday night. So no single men. Correct. Yeah. Except for he has done one, I think he said one party where he allowed single fellas in. Yeah. And, and I think that looks was, to probably do it in the future. Yeah. That but, was the single fella focused. So it was a certain number of couples, a certain number of single men. Yeah. And so that was like the theme of the party kind of thing. Yeah. So Matt is the owner proprietor. I'm going to say I don't, genius is a strong word, but you know what? I'll use it because I really like the guy. Uh, he meets us at the door and he was already talking to a single lady who had, it was her first time Mm. we walked in and there was this moment where he saw us and there was like, he immediately recognized us and he thought that he had the one up because he thought that we didn't recognize him. So there was this wonderful kind of play in the beginning. And he was like, you don't know who I am. And I, he he actually said something and I think I missed it. He even said, you'll figure it out soon. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what are we figuring out? Ooh, it's a (laughs) mystery. It's like a sexy escape room. Side note, create sexy escape room. Um, and so like he was very kind and poured us shots because we were from out of state, Mm -hmm. uh, which is nice. If you're going out of state, tell him Bradford and Angela sent you by the by and he'll give you a shot. It's fine. It's fine. It's great. We'll talk later, Matt. Uh, (laughs) So he went, again, massive props, immediately going through the rules. Also, the rules were posted on uh, on a screen, screen. on a big screen right as you walked in. So the rules were very well signed, posted, and and he went through all of them. I'd already been through it on the website. So had the single lady in front of me, which is great. I had not. (laughs) Yeah, but do your research, right? And and if there was anything out of the ordinary, I would have told you. But Yeah. yeah. So had a chat with him and then he was like, okay, go off and be merry. I'll talk to you guys later. So I will admit when he said that, I was like, cool, we'll sit down and have a chat with him within an hour. So we got there, they opened at eight, eight. and we got there probably about eight twenty, eight thirty, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. And I was like, oh, we'll sit down and chat with him by nine thirty, maybe 10 o'clock. But Again, it it just goes to the passion that some people have for what they do. And maybe that's me talking about my job early on in the podcast. But he greeted everybody that came in. Yeah. And that right there, he greet them, talk to them. Yep. It's your first time. It's not whatever. That's that's mm. a props right there. Snaps. It was just great. We talked to a lot of people. And I guess let's first talk about some of the folks that we talked to. Mm. Um all of them were so complimentary of the space and of him 
being this someone who creates a wel- a welcoming space. Yeah, and some of the people, I think one couple we talked to, it was their first time. Uh, the single lady, it was her first time. There were several other couples. I think every other couple we talked to had been at least a number of times. Yeah. We talked to people that were clearly in the kink community. We talked to a threesome, thruple. We don't know their dynamic, but three people that come together and 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 do a lot of play together. Really played together, uh, yeah. We talked to singles and we talked to a couple. So, like, and everybody felt the same way. Yeah. Like, this is a great space. Uh, we really... We really like it and we're glad to have it. And just a few, we'll talk about the venue itself and how it was set up and how it looked, but just a couple of keynotes about things that I noticed immediately was uh, back towards the, so we kind of went around the downstairs space and back towards the locker rooms and the bathroom. There was probably, I forget if it was their logo or what, but there was some kind of like a window or something and it was framed in a rainbow lights. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah. okay, well, that's a, that's a nice touch. Yeah. Um, also one of the things that I noticed right as we first walked in on the corner of the bar, there's this ginormous wine glass, clever play on things. There's little tiny keys inside of it. So it's like this giant wine glass with like keys in the bowl. It was, it's just clever. Meaning if you're going to roll with it, fucking roll with it. Right. It was the, I don't, I guess I don't know how to really start. Let's, let's start about the layout and, and things we noticed as we walked in. Cause you, you talked about that. The things that I noticed upon getting there were. It felt rich. Yeah. And I don't mean like like only rich people could be there, but it felt like there was care put into it that made it feel posh. Maybe that's it. It the It the, felt it felt intentional. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh everything was clear that it had been thought out. There was fairy lights or or I guess uh, Christmas lights if you're in the States, but t- like lights strung back and forth across uh these nice wood beams, uh, beams mm. that were all over the seating area. The one of the far walls had their logo cut into, I'm going to say steel as I remember it and backlit uh, then against this really nice textured wood wall. Mm. It felt like you were in a very classy wine bar. Yeah. So like right there you get those are points. And also this is, you know, it is a wine bar with play spaces. It's not a club. Right. And so it's set up like that. And so when you walk in, there's the big main bar in front of you. And as a side note, they actually, they do have good wine selection. So yeah. And food. Yeah. We didn't try they, any of the food. No. But I they did had, like, see char- one of the pizzas. They had pizzas. They had charcuterie plates. I saw a couple with the charcuterie board. Yeah. Um, so they do. It have, all looked good. Yeah. So they do have some nibbles and things if, if you need some food, even some late night stuff. Uh, but there were high top tables. There were some low top tables. There were several big, uh, U-shaped banquettes and like big couches with some tables in between. And yeah. And then there was like a whole nother front room that had seating around the perimeter. Yeah. And I think that can be just like kind of a normal kind of social room. But by the time we'd gotten there, there was another couple there who it sounds like they go quite regularly and they had brought their own St. Andrew's cross. And they set up their cross in that room as you do to do some some flogging, some demonstrations, some impact play on people if they wanted to kind of thing. Yeah. So they had already set up by the time we got in there yeah. in that front room. And so the space is, I don't know, the size of most McDonald's seating areas. Yeah, probably. There, there you there go. You See go. There you go. Yeah. Um, so it, it was big um, and, yeah. and nice. And like Angela said, the bar was really nice. Uh, compliments and snaps to the to the, I was going to say the cast, but the, <laughs> the, the, staff. the staff, the bartenders and 
and the serving staff, they were all super nice, super like, like, is there anything you need? And somebody would help you and like, yeah. is there anything you need? No, no, no. She's got me. Thank you. They were very friendly and, and they did, if, after you were up there a time or two, they would kind of catch on. They yeah. remember you and know what was going on kind of thing. Um, so that was good. And a great selection of wines. Mm. Really good Australian wines. Some beers and other things as well. So, yeah. But I mean, it is a wine bar. So, we judge wine bars on their wine. And we had a really nice bottle of Nebbiolo, Mm -hmm. uh, which was just delightful. Yeah. And then behind that bar area, so if you walk through where all the seating is and whatnot, at the back of the venue, there is a locker room. And it's a, I'm going to say a fairly small little locker room. It doesn't need to be large, right? It's a little pass through kind of locker room. Yeah. So, there is a small little smoking area to the right hand side. Outside, obviously, as you go towards the locker room, the locker room's on the left. It's a pass through that kind of is the length of most of the width of the bar, yes. besides little hallways on either end. And then beyond that, kind of just on the other side and behind it, it was there were restrooms. So there were three toilets and some sinks. And then behind that were the stairs to go upstairs. Yeah. So all of the, the locker room and the toilets were at the back of the venue just before the stairs going up. Yeah, and it's, again, everything felt really well put together. Mm. Um, If I'm going to call out things, because, you know, that's what I do. Sorry, Matt. The one thing I noticed was from a danger point of view, the floors are cement, Mm -hmm. which is great for cleaning, but the wine glasses were all glass, and we're all there until, you know, midnight, 1, 2 a.m., we know how people are. We get klutzy at the best of times. That night we were there, two glasses I heard were broken. Oh, I only heard them. <laughs> I heard one. them. Okay. Um, and it was just like, oofed. Okay. So, like, it's that's not a bad thing, right? No. It's bad for the venue. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, if you purchase a lot of glasses and, you know, yeah. buy stocking glass, <laughs> then you're fine. But, like, it was there's something. No, there's no other way to do that, though. No, no. There God, really no. You wouldn't want carpet down there. No. Yeah. But, you know, and to serve it things like nice bottles of wine in plastic, it's a sin. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I get it. Mm. Mm. But it, the only, if we're going to call something out from downstairs, I will say the only negative um, is that they did have that smoking space to the right hand side uh-huh. as you know, at the back. And I did notice that several times, I don't know if it was because of the number of smokers and maybe smell followed them or if it was because the door had been left open a little bit at times, but there were twice that I really caught the scent of that smoke coming in. I saw a couple of people holding the door open. Okay. It might've been that's that. It. it could have been that. Um, and like for me, I, I don't notice I that as much, it, but I did notice that a couple of people were holding the door, like talking, yeah. uh, non-smokers talking to yeah. smokers outside. It could be that. And, and like I said, it was momentary. It did pass. Um, yeah. But I also know I'm not the only one because the single female who came in before us, she asked about smoking. And he told her that he's like, she was like, oh, no, no, no. She's like, I'm not a smoker. It really turns me off. Yeah. Like, okay, good. I'm not the only one. Yeah. Um, and then, like, and this is a problem. I've not been to a club that hasn't had this problem. Mm. So this isn't calling them out. This is calling all clubs out. It's loud. Um, the music is loud. There's a lot of loud people talking, trying to talk over themselves and talk over the music. And these spaces have nothing to absorb the sound. It's all hard it's surfaces. It's hard surfaces. Mm-hmm it gets really loud. So, which leads to us quickly, or I say quickly, at some point in the night, we huddled outside and found another couple who was suffering the same thing, which did lead to probably one of my favorite conversations of the evening. And this couple, like, very cute, very Mm. cute couple. Mm. Um, 
A fair bit younger. A fair bit younger. But that's fine. Yeah. It is. And they, but they were so much fun to talk to. We learned a lot from them. Um, it was just, yeah, it was just really good conversation. A lot of good laughs. And honestly, we went out there just for a momentary pause. And then it, we got to talking to them and we all stayed out a bit longer. And at some point it was like, yeah, we should probably go back in at some point. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was very much like, oh, we're going to go upstairs. And they were like, oh, well, might we see you upstairs? We're like, we hope so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. But but talking about the sound, though, I think that is a problem at every single venue. And the only thing that you could do about it would be to put sound absorption in. I know. That's, that's it's hard. hard. And it, depending on how you do it, it could be costly. Yeah. But that's every restaurant, every club. It's just a business hazard. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, And like, listen, I am not. This is not a negative. Like, no, right. No, no. This is, we are literally yeah. uh, clutching at straws and splitting hairs. So we're mm. clutching at split straws uh, <laughs> to find negatives about this space. It was good because we did, before we went outside and we were talking to this couple, we had, we were sitting at a table initially and then we got up to kind of, I think, go see what was going on in the cross room because before things really started there, like, let's go see what's going on. Let's check it out. And then let's wander around a bit. And there were several times that we would leave our spot and get up and wander. Of course, somebody takes your table. And the, so we just like randomly sat down with the three people that yeah. were together. I don't know if they're a throuple, a tryout or just good friends, but we sat down with them and had some good chats with them for a bit. And then another time we sat with another couple. And so I feel like it's, it's a place. And I think this is a, something with every, no matter what venue you go to, whether it's a club, a bar or anything, but it's very easy to sit in your spot and then not move yeah. until you're ready to go upstairs and play. But I do think it was actually really good that we would go up and explore or like, you know, we you'd go get a drink and I'd go to the bathroom. So we would leave the table empty. And then that forced us to mingle a bit more. And I know we're likely to anyway, but that really kind of forced it. And that then we had to talk to other people or find another spot. And so I actually really like that. Yeah. I think that turned out really well for us. And I, I will say that like the one of the negatives of creating a space where people can sit is we as humans have a bad habit of when I sit, I stay mm -hmm. and I'm not going to move about. I'm comfortable where I am. I'm comfortable talking to the people I'm talking to. That's only a problem though. If you either want to meet new people, if right. it looks like you're a closed circle and exclude people, or if you're sitting by yourself as a couple and, and you're not really looking and fighting to people. I did not see a lot of that. Yeah. Every, and I will say like every couple that we, or every group that mm, we tried to enter mm -hmm. were super welcoming. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, come on in, have a seat. And then immediately started chatting to us, which is yeah. really nice. So what did you notice about the clothing and things that people wore there? Look, I was, so again, it was, we went on a night that's called Naughty and Nice. They had a box of of headbands mm -hmm. at basically at the door mm -hmm. that if you wanted to try them on, you could put them on and wear them for the night. Devil horns or halos. Yes. And some unicorns, oh. which I'm not sure if those are naughty or nice <laughs> because you would think that maybe they're nice because they poop rainbows. But also I remember the unicorn in cabin in the woods that murdered a guy. You can also use the horn in very naughty ways. So, right. Right. Cause the unicorn is unicorny. Uh, uh, uh. And many eunuchs are horny. Because they've had their testicles removed. Oh, Jesus. Whatever. Yeah, because of Jesus. That's right, Angela. Good job. So anyway, um, but what did I know about the people there? Notice about the people there. Like, honestly, I'd, I'd say everybody was 
everybody was at least very presentable. Mm. Like there were people that were dressed up and you could tell that they'd put a lot of effort and thought into it. Mm -hmm. There were people who were like, we're going to a club tonight. So they put some thought into it. And then there were people who were like, we're out, let's just show up here. Mm -hmm. And they put effort into making sure that they had clothes on. But everybody was at least mostly well presented. Yeah. I saw a few t-shirts there. They were like with like text on them. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I mean, that technically falls into naughty or nice, but (laughs) does it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But honestly, I think overall, I would say that most people, it looked like were intentional in going and making an effort. Yes. uh, That's exactly what I would have said. Yeah. Yeah. I thought everybody looked nice. I was surprised at the age range. Um, We had a pretty wide age range. There were people that were clearly in their young 20s mm-hmm. uh, and then people who were probably at least in their 60s. Uh, that's yeah. pretty impressive to get that wide a dichotomy of ages mm-hmm. in a space. Yeah. And so one of the other things about the venue is that upstairs where the play spaces are is that you have to be dressed down in yes. lingerie, underwear or something yes. like that. And so when we went in, uh, Matt said, you know, hang around for a little bit, then we'll give you guys a tour. It ended up being a bit longer than expected because they both there were a lot of new people and also they were fucking busy. And a couple of the people that we talked to said this is the busiest that they had seen it. So it was really busy. And so it just took him a bit longer to get people in the door and whatnot and then be like, okay, now we can do tour time. So it was a bit later before we got a tour, but the tour is the only time you can be clothed upstairs. Otherwise, you have to be dressed down. Yes. So we did take the tour along yeah. with a whole parade Heaps of other of people. people. <laughs> so like, I don't have a problem with any space that says in a certain space, you have to be dressed down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in a certain space, which was the downstairs, you could be as naked as you wanted. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So let's talk about going upstairs and what it looked like. Okay. So- we go up the stairs. There's a hallway. Once you get to the top of the stairs, if you look directly over your shoulder on the left, you'll see a bathroom. There kind was of a bathroom. You. Yep. Yeah. With a shower. Mm-hmm. It was the only shower in the entire venue was upstairs. Mm-hmm. There was a little staff room, which, God, I want to know what's in there. And staffs. Probably, and, to- and toilet paper. Probably staffs and toilet paper. And probably washing machines. Staves of toilet paper. Uh, that would be smart to have a washing machine up there. Yes. Yeah. Then. Immediately on our left was a room with two, count them, two sex slings. Yep. No swings, just slings. Yep. Uh, not a negative, just making a point. It's probably safer. Oh, it's very safe. <laughs> uh, people can't be like, how do I use this? Ah, uh, Spider-Man, help me. Uh, then if you walked straight, it was the first group open orgy mm-hmm. play space. Had two, I'm going to say, queen size beds in it and then two sex chases sex pieces of sex furniture Mm -hmm. there was i think there were some cleverly placed mirrors in there if i remember Mm -hmm. every room had condoms and lube i I will say every room had condoms lube they had towels like you know full-size towels they also had little uh face washers or what we like to call cum rags um, yes. Every room had all of those types of things. I also noticed one of the rooms up there 
I don't remember which one or if it was near, it might have been near the bathroom or something, but one of the rooms actually even had some little pads and tampons. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, I mean, that's a nice thing because if you either get your period while you're there or you're on your period and you're playing and then you want to take care of things afterwards, yeah. like it's, you know, it's just a nice little touch. That's very nice. Yeah. All right. That's. When I guess it probably doesn't get used a lot, but you know, still. Yeah, better like, to have it, not need it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, a big shout out to sexual health. There was each room had a sexual health STI planned parenthood kind of thing. I will comment to Matt because I'm pretty sure he'll listen to this. <laughs> Dude, you have a specific rule, which I totally respect that says no cell phones upstairs. No reason. No, that you cannot have a cell phone upstairs. <laughs> I totally love that. However, all of your STI things had QR codes on them. And my brain, I can't yet snap that in my head and get to the, someday I will, but not yet. You need, you need to work on your camera eyes. I need to work on my camera eyes. I, yeah. it's, honestly, this is not a problem. I'm just making fun of somebody no. who I, I like <laughs> quite a lot. Um, but they did, it was very much wear a condom. Like, yes. I don't know, it's it's cheaper than whatever. This the, the, other. It's yeah. cheaper than an 18 year st- yeah. STI. Um, Something, but yeah, it was, but they were in every room. There were, yeah. there were flyers up. So yeah. that first play space, the big play space leads into the next big play space, which was a mirror image of the first one. So again, two big beds and two chases, chases yeah. uh, with some cleverly placed mirrors. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you turn right there. Um, on the left was the was sort of the uh, we're going to call it the dungeon play space. It's small. I think it's the dungeon play space because they probably couldn't even fit a twin bed in there. Mm-hmm. But it was. It does have a St. Andrew's cross, and so there is a little bit of space for some impact play. Probably you're gonna, not going to get a full swing. It's probably going to be more spanking and paddling and things like that. Yeah. Probably not really a lot of floggers and whatnot. Also, if you want to do any of that, bring your own stuff. E-Y-O. There was none that you could use, which again, you don't want to fluid bound someone. Yeah. So I get it. Also, stuff like that walks away. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Talk to Lawrence at OSS. Um, then you go straight past that room and you've got a nice long wide hallway with a couple of massage tables. And then two private rooms that can have doors that close mm-hmm. or do have doors that can be closed. I guess. Yeah. Just yeah. So it was really good space. And and I actually, I liked the way that the private rooms were kind of on the left and the massage tables were on the right. Yeah. Uh, the massage tables were not such that you could walk all the way around. So they are against a wall. Yeah. Which I'm, um, I'm okay. Just Nobody fine. goes there for a real massage, no, right? No, like no. We all know what we want. You, I mean, honestly, you go for a sexy massage and then also later you can get two to three people fucking on them, right? Yeah. Cause they hold a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we did the tour thing. We went back downstairs, had a few more drinks, talked to people. And after we talked to the couple outside, it was like, all right, let, let's make our way upstairs. Let's go see, um, see what's going on at that point. Cause it was at a reasonable hour that we thought there could be some action happening upstairs. And boy, was there action upstairs. Yep. That I, I gotta say props. There was a lot of play. There was a lot of, it, I, I feel like there was a lot of play amongst different couples, mm. uh, there was a, a, a like there was a lot of side by side play on some of the beds, and that often bleeds. Yeah, but also ways. I will say that some of the couples that like there was one couple on one bed, and they were like, "Hey, come, you know, you can use the space next to us." And yeah. So they were very much welcoming and like, "Hey, come use the space." You know, there was a couple on one of the chases that you know was kind of making an inviting gesture as well. So even upstairs in the play spaces, it was very much of a, "Hey, let's make room for everybody. Let's include people," as opposed to just like, "Oh no." Yeah. I'm on this bed, you can't be on this bed. And at the same time, there was it was such a beautifully consent-focused space mm. in that I heard a lot of people ask questions. And at one point, I heard someone say, can I 
there was a lady on a lady um, who was being that who had a man going down on her, and I heard another fella come up and say, "May I do this?" Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Well, don't ask me, ask her." And then he goes, "May I?" And she goes, "I guess so." And the first lady goes, "No, no, no! You don't guess. You get to say <laughs> yes or no." you don't have to do anything. This is fine. You don't have, and she was like, no, no, I do want to. She's like, then say you want to. I was like, I love this. Like, <laughs> this is fucking a agro consent, uh-huh. which like, <laughs> that is what we need. I'm I shouting out right there. We need more agro consent. Like <laughs> fucking yes. Fuck me. Like, yeah, that's what yeah. we need. I was so like, I was so heartened yeah. by that, that I lost track of, you know, I was, I had, trouble paying attention to the blowjob I was receiving uh, because I was like, this is exactly what we need more of the, in the world. So yeah, yeah. that was great. Mm. But yeah, we ended up playing on the bed next to the young couple that we'd spoken to outside. They were very nice. Again, very consent focused. Yeah. May I touch you? Can mm-hmm. we touch each other? And we, it was nothing more than just a bit of, of cuddling, but yeah. they are definitely a couple that I'd be interested in in the future. Just saying, if you're listening to the podcast, you've got our <laughs> card. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, they were lovely. And it was good because it was, like you said, very consent focused. And I feel like the people that we saw kind of moving around in the spaces and things were consent focused. And even on that note, there was a guy downstairs late who I was at the bar, I think, getting a drink or some water or something. And he comes up. I think he had been just gotten his drink, turned around, faced me as he was kind of walking away. Don't think he was expecting me to be kind of there in that space and he looked at me and at that point I was only in my panties so no top or anything we've all seen Angela's tits right and he so he looks at me he looks me up and down elevator eyes yeah and then he was like he kind of makes a move like he was gonna try to touch or something and then he pulled back and he was like huh hi (laughs) I was like hi (laughs) yeah um but it was just like I think it was that first initial reaction of oh and then no I don't do that boobies (laughs) yeah (laughs) boobies (laughs) No, no, I can't do that. That's wrong. <laughs> Though, if he had asked, you'd probably been like, okay, just once. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this, I will say, though, that when we were upstairs, like, all the spaces were being used. Like I said, there were bunches of people on the massage yeah. tables. The private rooms were in use. There was, I think, every bed, every chase was in use. There were people watching, looking, wondering. Like, it, it definitely seemed like it was a very active area. It was. There was a lot of people playing in a lot of different mm. ways. mm yeah, I, I was super impressed. It was great. After that, we went downstairs. We wanted to talk to Matt. And he yeah. was like, well, I'll stick around after. He's like, I've got, you know, a couple of other couples that are going to stick around and we can we can chat. So we we were going to leave. And then we're like, all right, now let's actually would like to chat. Mm. Like, right. We hadn't yeah. seen him in ages and we really hadn't had a chance to be uh, really social with him. So we sat down and then the couple who had been playing on the bed that invited us over. Yeah. They came down and we started chatting to them. And one of the things we noticed when they were playing on the bed, you even called it out, was his toenails were painted. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then once they were downstairs, I noticed his nails were painted. And so we started chatting with them. And I'll shout him out because he was like, you can talk about me. Uh, Because (laughs) he and I have a lot in common in that we are dirty, nasty, wild sluts. But uh, this is for you, Dirty Dancing Dave. Uh, <laughs> he was a fucking delight. He was. Like, he was. His partner was also amazing. I won't call her out because I didn't get uh, consent. No. But 
he was just. They were fun. He, yeah. He was one of those people that lights up a room in black light, mm. making everything around him glow. And like, yeah. it was just kind of cool. Like, yeah. loved talking to him. Um, we talked to them about, like, the the club. And yeah. I talked to him a, a lot about inclusivity, right? Mm. Because he was, he very much, he was like, well, I'm bisexual. And I was kind of like, <laughs> shocker. Uh, but, <laughs> oh, look at you. Look at me, baby. Uh, but we saw a lot of people there that night that were on the queer spectrum mm. and like on a normal night to see people who are clearly on, you yeah. know, in the queer community was really nice. Yeah. And one of the things that David said was that the space that Matt's created is very safe for mm. people of yes, all. And that's really good to see. And it's nice to see in a young, I'm going to say younger venue. They've been open for 18 ish months now. And so, you know, for them to establish that kind of uh, reputation in a fairly short time, I yeah. think is really, really amazing. Uh, massive props. Yeah. We, we know from experience that the, the queer community is a distrusting, mm. we're, we're distrusting. Uh, it's a distrusting community. And that's mm. because they've been burned. We've been burned mm. so many times, either by being brought into spaces and then ostracized from those yeah. spaces or by just not being invited in the first place. And that's a very frustrating, sad position. But mm. it's nice to see a new venue that welcomes all people with open arms of all genders, all sexualities, and all ages. It was great. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It, like I said, I like the way that the venue was set up because it is a wine bar with play spaces. So it's, it's you know, a, it is a lifestyle venue, but not necessarily a club, yeah. per se. And... I think it embodies that perfectly. It's, it has this nice inviting kind of bar social area downstairs. And then you've got some play spaces upstairs that are very nicely appointed and all the things that you would expect. There is only one shower. So there is that. There is that. That. But I mean, that's, I don't think that's huge. No, we didn't need a shower. So no. we just went home stanky. We never shower. At, <laughs> I don't think I, uh, we've no, we showered have, a couple of times some, yeah. at, at places like that. But if we're in like big puppy piles and it's like, we really smell of sex and I don't want to get in the Uber. We have gotten it into an Uber smelling of sex, but I'd really rather not. <laughs> um, so yeah, but, but we didn't that night. We did. I don't feel like we, yeah. to. we weren't that nasty. No, not that nasty. Um, yeah, I think all in all, it's exactly what Melbourne needs. Yeah. I do want to shout out one of our listeners on Discord. This is uh, listener Meg. She had posted in our Discord. She had gone a couple of weekends ago, maybe, mm -hmm. with somebody. Mm -hmm. And she had given her review on our Discord chat. We have a, a channel that is reviews for everything, really. Television, movies, music. And also sexy spots. And I, we're going to let Angela read that. Meg's review. All right. Her review. Venue. Bar area is nice. It has comfy couches and bar tables. It's well decorated. There is a convenient car park right out front. The locker room is a little small and the play areas upstairs are a bit small too. It was hot last night and the air conditioning wasn't powerful enough. There was only one shower. Staff, they were fantastic. Friendly and knowledgeable, the host owner, Matt, was passionate and welcoming. Patrons, a wide variety of aged people. There were some very good-looking people around, and the outfits were beautiful. There were also a few, not many, who put no effort into their appearance. Guy turned up in denim shorts and a denim jacket with his belly hanging out of his shirt. They were overall friendly and practiced safe and consensual sex. 
There were a few frat boys who did lines of coke in the bathroom and one had to be reminded to use a condom, but I never felt unsafe or uncomfortable. Overall, I had a great first time. I definitely had more fun than I bargained for. I'd feel comfortable enough to go there on my own. Thanks, another Discord listener, for being the best wingman. So, like, honestly, I think that is... I see that as a rave review. Look, mm. <laughs> I do disagree that with her. Respect her madly, but I do disagree. I don't think the play spaces were that small. Like, there was no giant one big play space, mm. but any play space that has enough room for two beds and two chaises. It's decent. That's decent. And there were two of those in the two private rooms and whatever on all yeah. the other little spaces. So, yeah. So I think the play spaces were decent, especially when you, I mean, when you look at the venue. I will say the kink space is too small. The kink space is small. Yes. But it's, that's not, it's not their goal, it's right? It's not a kink venue. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, the, and, and the guy did, who was there with his own cross, you know, it was, he was at least giving experiences if you wanted to, and, yeah. you know, and his, and he did say in that front room, you know, he did say you've got more of a swing here than you do upstairs. And that yeah. point we hadn't seen upstairs. So, um, yeah, but it was, it was good. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that's a good review. And mm. I think that's of someone who that was her first time ever to a space. Mm. So that, that's a good review. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, ultimately, we had fun. It was exactly what we expected and hoped for and thought that the space would be. I mean, I say exactly, but honestly, I think it was a bit more inclusive and a bit more um, well appointed than I expected it to be. Agreed. Not, not expected, but no, I, I mean, I had expectations I guess, going in well, I, and I like, say, well, I will say expected because I, I feel like a lot of venues that we've been to aren't necessarily, even when you do expect something. More. I still think of that so. stupid place in Brisbane where like they mm-hmm. hadn't even painted some of the walls. You could yeah. still see the spackling. Yeah. Like, yeah, true. Like this place was well put together, and I, mm. uh, again, props to to Matt because when he talked about this place to us six years ago, I feel like if I had tried to draw out what he came up with, it would be this. It would be this. Yeah. He had a vision, and he fucking put it together. And the fact that it was as queer friendly as it was mm. is like I would have felt comfortable sucking a god's dick right like that's that right there is what i look for in a in a, in a and play it, space and it's definitely something that melbourne dog doesn't agree with that he's like he's angry with me he's like no suck he's like cock, no, no dick. he's like no because you left me you left me like fuck you fucking fuck uh but if, it is- if you make it dog friendly the place is perfect <laughs> <laughs> that's what we need is a dog friendly uh, swingers club only if it's like the kid-friendly ones where you have like the nursery or the doggy daycare next door because you don't want your dog hanging out with you, right? Are there any kid-friendly swingers clubs? No, but we joked about that with OSS one time. Oh, that's right. Was, that's yeah, right. yeah. The OSS daycare uh-huh. next door. Um, but yeah, no, I, I will say that it was a really good venue. It was well-appointed. It was exactly what I expected it to be and yeah. what I'd hoped for. I feel like it's what Melbourne has needed because they have the saunas, which are different ones, different yeah. times. Friendly to couples and gender inclusive. Yeah, gender inclusive. But at the same time, to have someplace like this that's that's a bit more, I'm going to say, swinger focused and a bit more just like social focused yeah. and whatnot. Like I, I think it's what they needed. Their website will link it in our show notes. But if you you know you can't wait to read that, it's www.betweenfriends.com.au. Easy to remember because the place is called Between Friends. 
go check them out. I, I if you're in the Melbourne area, check it out. Let us know what you think. We're happy to happy to hear your thoughts. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Please, yeah, let us know. And definitely, definitely tell Matt that Bradford and Angela from mm-hmm. By the Bye. We're not going to get anything out of it. Hopefully, another shot the next time we're there. Uh, <laughs> but tell tell him that uh, we sent you and that we said that uh, the place gets two thumbs up. If you do go, please let us know what you think. You can do that by emailing us theatomsoflove at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on any of our socials. We are at By the Bye Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or you can join the Discord channel. How do you do that? All you have to do is support us, www.patreon.com slash podcast. At any level, you get access to our Discord chat. And uh, yeah, you can talk to us straight away right there. Any uh, final words in this uh, fantastic podcast, Angela? Check out Melbourne. Check out Melbourne. Go to Between Friends. Yeah. Tell them we sent you. It's great. Yeah. And uh, we will see you all next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.